welcome to the Common Geeking Program. This is a new thing <laughs> that we're doing now. Thank you so much for coming. You're on the first episode. Lucky you. No, just kidding. We're a long-running series. <laughs> uh, we're a book club podcast where each episode, uh, three of us read up on a topic that discusses from a, a nerdy, geeky perspective. This week, I'm your host, King Koish. You probably know me from your life. We will be discussing time and themes. <laughs> because the only people that listen to this show are the people who personally yeah. know us. <laughs> yeah. Probably oh because God. like I'm a famous person and you should know me. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be discussing time travel as a plot, uh, like in sci-fi stuff. Um, as well. <laughs> as a plot, like uh, in sci-fi yeah, stuff. Know, yeah, that's my favorite. Thing. We'll be discussing... Time travel is a thing. Oh, you're right. Uh, that's so much more technical. We're going to be talking about Umbrella Academy and use that as a jumping point for a uh, jumping off point, not just as a jumping point up and down, but further to talk about time travel. I'm joined by two people, uh, each of whom have selected a domain they think kind of connects to uh, uh, the, the, the topic at hand. They are my friends. Uh... Hi, I'm Taimu, or as the people of the past uh, have referred to me as. Chowder, and I will be repping, and likely in the future as well. And I will be repping the song "If I Could Turn Back Time" by Cher on her album "Heart of Stone." No, I'm not serious. I'm gonna be really excited. I was about to say like, "Oh, sweet!" <laughs> if we're gonna talk, <laughs> spend so much time talking about a fucking song, but Chowder's been listening to Cher. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm really repping, repping is uh. The graphic novel Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. Brian Lee O'Malley, yeah. that's that's his name. I'm excited. Um, next, we have my my son, my my baby boy. I, I'm older than you. Uh, my name is Jeff. See, that's time travel right there. It's true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, I apologize, Dad. Uh, don't punish me oh, or grant me. I fucking will, son. You know how I'm a stern stickler for that kind of shit. Also, don't as long don't as it's sexy. I am going to be repping the gosh, 2006 to 2010 uh, NBC show Heroes. Oh man, I loved Heroes, and there one, uh, there there two seasons. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Talk about what? I mean, we actually might. Two seasons. You're right. <laughs> There were only two seasons, and I loved them all. Well, Keenan, I'm going to have to talk about those later seasons, because I God do the, does the time travel get really fucking stupid after season one. I'm pretty sure I went back in time and got rid of those seasons. Mm, I thought fuck. Well, I'm talking about the 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 different world, the uh, alternate universe yeah. in which you didn't do that so, yeah. uh, version okay. of yeah. the show. See, the thing is, Chowder, you, uh, you did do it in a different timeline, but you're still in the timeline where you're a part of. So really, like, it doesn't affect your timeline. That's the thing about time travel. That's true. It doesn't actually affect your thing. But anyway, um, those are our hosts. We're going to start, start by summarizing our topics and domains before we openly discuss. Uh, finally, uh, if you don't know the format of the program, we'll close with a competitive rating section to determine who best contributed and uh, whether today's topic was enjoyable, you know? Um, so real quick, if you guys have not already watched uh, Gone in Your, uh, Gone in Your, you, you know, Your Hands, sunk your teeth into some sweet, uh, into some Umbrella Academy, I assure you, uh, it's it's pretty, it's, pre it's, it's, it's a show, I swear. It's solid. It's um, solid. It does exist. Yeah, it's, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the show is solid. Uh, I had my, uh, my friends here and my son. Uh, read uh, the comic. Like, I offered to read the comic, but maybe I showed them the TV show, which is on Netflix, which if you haven't, the TV show is based on uh, a comic series, and the show is centered around um, these seven children, quote-unquote. Uh, they're kind of like siblings. They're not like children, but they're, they're basically man-children. <laughs> uh, but basically, one day in 1989, uh, like 43, a bunch of pe uh, babies were born across the world from mothers who were not pregnant at all. Uh, and eventually a billionaire industrialist went around uh, named Reginald, Sir Reginald Hargraves, and he adopted seven of them. 
And he created the Umbrella Academy, which is like this. He tried to adopt all of them. Yeah, he only, he got, only got seven. seven. Uh, he tried to like, you know, make like he, he to teach them. And they all have like weird powers. And he wants to uh, them to save the world, he always said. So they're basically like these like children superheroes. Uh, but through their, but eventually, as they hit their teens, they eventually split off and, you know, became all really dysfunctional people on the team disband. So it comes back together though on the when his death is announced. Um, they eventually all come back together. Hargreaves, yeah, Hargreaves, uh, the, the the quote unquote dad. All come back. They all come back together to kind of like attend his funeral, I guess. Because they all kind of just stand around and talk shit about him. Um, but eventually... I mean, I would too, so... Yeah, he was kind of a shitbag. Um, one of their own, number five, who is never given a real name besides five. Because he's a shit father, so he named them all one through seven. Yeah, he named them all all numbers, and they eventually named themselves. I think actually the I mom think. named them. Either way, yeah. they... Their actual names are their numbers. Yeah, but eventually, uh, eventually yeah. they find out about this ongoing plot, uh, 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 mechanism of events that will cause the apocalypse from Five, who disappeared when they were just kids because he has the ability to jump through space, and he tried to jump through time, went way too far, got stuck in the future, and has now come back to sort of rally these superpowered individuals to save the day. And of course, they're highly dysfunctional family you know has to has to has to bear it together uh to save the day um it's actually fun fact the comic is uh written uh by and was created by my chemical romance lead singer jerome lay really right now yeah yeah he he, i did not know that oh yeah oh are you wondering why a man who writes song lyrics can't write comic books that's that's why (laughs) um sorry folks uh i had my uh my guest here uh talk both about the um i had them watch the tv show as well as i gave them the original comic series which is the umbrella academy apocalypse suite to uh read and kind of like see if you can compare or gain more insight into that um, did did you guys? Uh, I know Jeff, you started. Did you finish? And Chatter, did you did you do, still get it? No, I got I got around halfway through, and then I stopped because I thought we weren't talking about the comic anymore. Yeah, still, I, I thought you know I bring it up just because like we're we're talking a little bit about it, you know. Yeah, um, Chatter, did you get a chance to? It's fine. Yeah, I read a couple of issues, but uh, yeah, I stopped halfway. Yeah, it's well, you get as long as you got to the point where I like to criticize it, which is just Vanya. Who, uh, re- who listeners uh, is this number seven and has no superpowers that we know of? Um, in the comic, the, her characterization is 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 terrible. Everyone's characterization in the comic is terrible. She yeah. literally goes to help them because they're in danger. She has no powers, but she wants to help them. After being approached by like a man who's like, "I want to kill your family, and you're gonna help me," and she's like, "No, I won't. They're my family." So she goes over to them, and they're like, "Fuck you." You're not my sister. You left. And, like, she then leaves, goes back to the cycle guy, and is like, oh, I'm ready to kill my family. And that's, that's, that's the whole thing. That's, that's, her, that's, that's her character in a nutshell until the second series. So um, I, don't, I don't know how much of, like, the, uh, the entirety of the plot we're going to talk about, but I think we should talk a little bit about specifically the yeah. time travel stuff yeah, involved. I was gonna, yeah, because a lot of – and the reason why we're talking about time travel is because, as we said – uh, number five can travel through space and time, and time travel becomes a big thing. It's the classic. He has a bunch of he has a bunch of hints uh, from the future because he doesn't know. He knows when it's going to happen. It's going to happen in a week. Uh, he determines, and they know it's going to happen. And he has like a bunch of like like I said, little like little hints. He's going to happen. It's a week. He knows someone with a glass eye kills everyone, including. Um, the family, the, which, yeah. uh, you know, like he recognized at first I was like, OK, no way he recognizes, you know, his his siblings, 20 years older, <laughs> his siblings. Yeah. Yeah. That's that kind of string bean, slightly tall blonde kid. Oh, he turned into a little giant, which is Luther, <laughs> who's number one. I mean, they also say he read Vanya's like biography so afterwards autobiography yeah. so he might yeah just... but that was afterwards but like the point is he saw the tattoos they all got uh, um yeah. yeah so uh also in the mix are two time traveling i guess assassins 
Yeah. Like, you know, they're kind of the kind of build is like they 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 adjust the timeline uh Hazel and Chacha, which are, are great after. fucking names. <laughs> yeah. Uh yes. Uh and a much a much better uh uh, 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 uh uh on the comics. We're going to focus mainly on the TV show. I may reference the comics. Yeah. Uh once or twice just to like probably say that was dumb. We should also and say so, that like so they're from like some time organization. That's what devoted to like going back in time and 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 like they're dedicated to like keeping the status quo. Like if there's a radical change in the timeline, they like there's a plan. They set it you know, back to what it is, quote unquote, supposed to be. Yeah, right. So they're just they're just as vaguely explained um, time so travel. But like I they're said, going back to hunt number five because number five actually, and this is the interesting part about his character is that when he went to the future. He was trapped there for like 40 years or something, and he grew old, and then he eventually got hired by this time-traveling, you know, place to be one of their assassins, and he did that for a while, and then once he, like, figured out the right equation to time-travel back in time, he did, and he got back to, you know, the first episode, the day after their father died, but because he got some part of the equation wrong, he was put back into the body of his 13-year-old self, which is how old he was when he left. So he is older than the rest of them who are all, like, mid-30s. 20s, 30s, you know. And But he, because they're all, yeah, they're all the same exact age, but he is older than them, but also he's in the body of a 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which is pretty uh, amusing. I just want to play, I just want to, I want to give a shout-out to um uh the actor who yeah who he's really played good him. what was his i want to say aiden gallagher was that him who? you know are five. you talking about the actor who plays five yeah i thought like because it's kind of hard to like you know do it without like sounding like a shit yeah know? no he um, he was pretty convincing yeah, and i what? he's probably my favorite character i don't oh, know oh wait how old is uh number five's actor aiden gallagher gallagher you said uh, he's I'm supposed sure. to be thirteen in the show. In, well, in the show, but wise. the but the actor himself. Yeah. Well, oh, let's actually actually that is a solid point. Let's find that out because that is worth knowing. Yeah, Aiden Gallagher, who is he's he was fifteen in two thousand three. Good. Thanks, Wikipedia. Doing some math for me. He was fifteen in two thousand three. Right now Wait, it's 2019, no. so no, sorry, 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 sorry. He was born in 2013. Oh, oh, okay, that's that's he's different. He's age 15 now. He's 15. He's 15. Okay, okay. that. Sorry, they they they, <laughs> they uh they only list one date for like uh his Wikipedia article, and I, it's underneath his photo. So I thought the photo was. I was like, he's 15 in 2003. Yeah, I wasn't I, I 15 also... in 2003. Yeah, I, I right? was also... No. Uh, yes, I wasn't. <laughs> I had I, I to think about that for a sec. Um, yeah, <laughs> Not so, even close. Uh, yeah, so basically Time Travel becomes a big play. And like I thought we could use this... Uh, and I think that Time Travel here, they kind of do it in a reasonable way that isn't overly ridiculous, but it's also not overly strenuous to the plot, I would say. Like, that's kind of the vehicle, but it's not like, we need to alter the t- this time. It's not like Bill and Ted. Where it's like, well, that's all we're doing. Yeah, we're just kind of like, yeah, but Bill Ted is comedy. Yeah, yeah, but that, but I mean, like, there's other, is, yeah, there, yeah, but there's there's other, you know, uh, it's like it's like you know, it's like paycheck. Oh yeah, you know, you saw yeah. the future. Like, so now if you, you said to, like, if you said what's the plot of this show, the main plot is there's a dysfunctional superhero family that are trying to prevent time. the apocalypse. Time travel is like time travel is like a footnote in the same way that they have a chimpanzee butler is a footnote in that like it all falls into the category of they're throwing in some ridiculous comic book concepts and it's, playing with those yeah. tropes it's yeah. an element but not the focus right yeah you know, um and we're going to kind of explore time travel in sci-fi or fantasy or however it applies to media what we like about it what we don't like about it and in particular if we think umbrella academy did well and how it relates to our individual domains fans um i want to let my 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 co-host well actually you know what? i'm gonna let my my guest i don't like to call them co-host that implies that's because it's the wrong term 
it also implies a certain horizontal power structure that I'm just not really okay <laughs> with in this setting. You know, I kind of need. I'm I'm where I'm at, and I hope you all know that. Um, no, we know. <laughs> yeah, it's damn right, Chowder. You had an ABBA song you want to talk about. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, now we're going to have to put in that whole bit about... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What were we talking about again? Anyways, I'm talking about... I don't even know if we can make that joke. I think that, that the joke you're making might have been before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you said, like, a, you said you're gonna, I'm going to represent this song by Eva. Oh, you're right. You're right. If I could turn back time, it's by Cher. Oh, sorry. Cher... Well, Cher, Abba, they're both like American, you know, uh, goddesses. Well, I mean, one's Swedish, I'm pretty... Abba's Swedish, isn't it? Aren't they? Yeah, they're Swedish. Yeah, so anyways, about Seconds. Seconds is a graphic novel by Brian Lee O'Malley. You may know him for... Chowder. Seconds is a measurement of time. Yeah, it's not a person. You fucking idiot. All right, Chowder, you know what? Why don't you just take a step back from this stuff? <laughs> from this? We'll, we'll, we'll continue. All right. Don't worry, you, you you get to keep your time. Uh, anyways, uh, you may know <laughs> Brian Lee O'Malley for making the Scott Pilgrim series, so, yeah. Uh, oh, he wrote it? Yeah, yeah, he wrote it, he drew it. Or he just physically made the book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yes? I mean, yes. <laughs> I, he, I, was, I, he was the publisher. He was, in fact, the printing press. He used his <laughs> face as a stamp and disfigured himself every time he put out a new issue. Ugh, just slammed his face onto the page with ink on it. Yep, he was a he was a great he was a great he gained sentience and then became a writer. It's amazing. So seconds is about this uh this uh chef named uh Katie, right? And uh uh she's going to leave the restaurant she works at to start her own business. But one day uh but one day like uh one of uh uh the people who works under her, Hazel uh gets a serious uh, burn and uh and it's kind of her fault for not paying attention so she meets the this uh spirit of the house uh as they refer to which uh in this setting is like uh spirits that uh spirits that look over a place and uh have like control over certain domains right and the spirit like teaches her how to do cast a do over spell and it was only ever supposed to be used once and you know first time she uses it uh she uses it to prevent prevent the oil burn from happening but uh then continues oh, got to that use... pun. sorry i, I yeah. <laughs> like like food seconds okay and yeah exactly uh <laughs> oh that's clever uh, and she continues to use the spell to like basically try to give herself the perfect life by fixing all her past mistakes you know, uh, I wish I never broke up with my boyfriend. I wish I didn't choose, I didn't choose the wrong location for my restaurant. But each and every time she keeps doing that, it, something always seems to go wrong. And, uh, ev eventually she, uh, decides she should just, uh, accept the, accept the choices she's made and learn to move on from them. Interestingly, the story doesn't end with a return to the status quo, but with her be remaining in one of the in one of the uh, one of the changed worlds she's made, and in and it's interesting because the story's theme is learning to live with your mistakes, learning from them, and uh, moving on. And the fact that she remains in a changed world that isn't the one she's originally from uh, reinforces that theme and of like living with your choices and that's why i chose to uh rep this uh graphic novel because it's uh it, it's really good and and it, i think it's an interesting take on time travel where where it's a bit like a reset button rather than like actually traveling i guess My child has something to say about, I assume, something that I'm just going to kind of internalize and then forget about. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, son, you want to you wanna tell him, you know? Yeah, so I'm I'm talking about heroes. Wow, which... that's really good. That's gonna that's gonna go up on my fucking podcast refrigerator, my audio refrigerator. Let me live my life, Dad. No, you're gonna become a warlock, and that's it. Oh, guess I'm just gonna quit this podcast and start go doing some fucking magic spells. Eldritch blast. That's a cantrip. No, <laughs> lightning bolt. Um, so heroes, like I said, it was a it was a show on NBC in 2006, 2010. Uh, the main premise of it is a basically like X-Men style, a bunch of people in the world simultaneously develop these superpowers and they're, they're all around the world. Although we mostly focus on the ones in America because America is the center of the world. Don't you know? Also, that's where we're filming. (laughs) Um, like, I don't know, like, I, I hate that criticism sometimes real quick, just because it's like, it's gonna be wherever they can film. Well, like, I'm sure... Okay, like, that that is just an incorrect yeah. argument right there. <laughs> because most of the time, it's filmed in Canada. Yeah, it's filmed elsewhere. They can make it look like whatever fucking city they want it if to. If you're in Sweden, you're not gonna just gonna make up stuff all the time. You're in fucking Sweden. But anyway, continue. Anyway. Your time has been refunded. It follows a, a host of different characters, and I'm not going to talk about all of them, but one of the main characters is a character named Hiro Nakamura, who, I, I guess, counter to the point I just made, is from Japan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he has the power to travel through space and time. Um, he's a great character. The show, the first two seasons of the show are really good, and then, well, I mean, at least the first season of the show is really good. Second season is is pretty good. You but, have to give it to the second season because they 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 do a wonderful redemption arc with Siler. Yeah. So I think I think you have to include the second season. I mean, I think that Siler gets redeemed in like season five, but uh, we'll move on from that. Jesus, five fucking seasons. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, the the reason that I want to talk about it is because Heroes had the unfortunate problem of staying rather inconsistent with their rules on time travel. Um, and I can talk about, like, ways that that can be avoided. So why are we talking about a hero? What? You mentioned, you mentioned hero, but then you didn't, you didn't say why. Because he travels through space and time. I said that. There we go. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Speak um, up, Seth. Uh, like, in the, the beginning, right, it's basically stated that, like, he can go back in time, and if he, like, changes small things, then it, nothing really happened like it won't like butterfly or anything like that but there's also a whole element to the first season where hero's future self comes back and is trying to prevent the apocalypse i did not realize all of the blatant similarities that the show has on paper with umbrella academy when i picked it but now that's coming out um Not really the apocalypse, just a huge explosion in New York City. But um, yeah, but somehow it causes the. Apocalypse. I mean, I, I, I would imagine if like I an entire do. city, the si- the size of New no, York, blew up, he comes the back. Debris would like have have. It doesn't no because he comes back from a dystopian future where the human race is very much still alive. Just New York oh, is pretty okay. fucked up. Yeah. The the thing that irritated me about that whole logic, right, is that it's treating the present and the past and the future as if they're actually real concepts that exist and not just like our perceptions of linear time. Because if he goes back in time, he's not going to change anything. The present is the present. But if he comes back from the future, which is the same thing as him going back in time, then he can somehow change things. I don't know. But I can go into like all the inconsistencies later. It's a pretty good show. And yeah. there aren't, like, a huge number of those inconsistencies, like, in the first two seasons. But then, like, as it gets later, it, it gets pretty buck wild, and they just start breaking their own rules. And they do specify those rules, which is the the part that really annoys me. Like, in shows like Doctor Who, right, like, they change the rules literally all the time. And when people point it out, and by the way, they have characters pointed out, the Doctor just goes, you wouldn't understand. And I'm like, okay, I accept that logic. I don't understand, you're right. Yeah, you're right, I don't understand. But in the show, they're like, oh, this is how it works, and I'm going to explain it to you. And then they break those rules, and no one questions it. So, anyway, All right. that's so, that's uh, the, the the TLDR of, of why I'm, I'm repping Heroes. But we'll get into that later. Gotcha. All right, cool. I'm glad that you all could speak stuff and say stuff good.
So, fans, peeps, friends. Well, uh, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> time travel as a concept, um, I think, uh, I want to, uh, 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 sorry, uh, I want to, to ask you guys, um, in, like, how, what, do you guys like the idea of, of time travel? Like, when it comes to a narrative, do you feel like it's more, it's, it can be an interesting thing to explore, or do you think it's more of a device? Um, and in I mean, relation to your guys's domains, how do you think that kind of fits? I mean, I mean, like with uh, my domain, it is an integral part of the story, not, not just in the plot, but in the themes, in the idea of, uh, in the idea of like regrets and like wanting and living in the past. Uh, and I think time travel is useful in that is useful in many regards with with those kinds of stories you know okay well at least from what i heard from what you described of it i'd still say that it it is like a device in in uh seconds right because it's like i think what keenan's asking and correct me if i'm wrong right like is does the domain explore like the theoretical stuff of time travel or does it just use it as a plot device not yeah. to diminish it saying it's being used as a plot device, but it is a plot device, right? Like, they don't explore, like, oh, how it all works, you know? Uh, okay, I, I, well, I, I see would, what... I would argue that's... Well, I would argue that it's a narrative device in both. Uh, sorry, Chowder, but uh, it, it also sounds like, Chowder, that yours is also more of... I don't want to say narrative device, but a sort of, um, um like, a symbol, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, of, it doesn't yeah. really... I mean, like, seconds is definitely, like, a sort of magical realism kind of thing, you know? So, it, it, yeah, it's not, like, hard sci-fi or anything like that. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it is a plot device in that it is what causes the plot to move forward by constantly going backwards. Uh, yeah. And in Heroes, it's definitely also a plot device. They touch on like the exploration of it a little bit but i think that's like mostly on necessity not like really to actually go into those themes and they don't do it particularly well um and i would say like in in umbrella academy it's definitely just a just a plot device like i, yeah, I think that yeah i mean it's used for character development yeah kinda. yeah no for sure but but not I, it's more, more of a character explanation i would say yeah you know? and <laughs> i mean and I think both Heroes and Umbrella Academy being shows that are about superheroes, but not, like, in the typical sense. Like, they're not just things in, this, in the superhero genre. They are things that are in some way commenting on the superhero genre. So both of them use time travel because it is a thing that is used in, like, superhero comic books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a common used trope in, in superhero themes to like have some time travel stuff come up so both of them make use of that as a not an obligation but like you know sort of as like here's a like this is a thing that exists in superhero comics so we should throw that in here to you know or not just throw it in there but utilize it yeah i mean I, yeah. in terms of whether or not i like time travel i think that stories when done well with time travel can be really interesting and like exploring the concepts of time travel but it either has to, for me personally, I need it to either explain its rules real well and okay. stick to them. Whatever you know, the rules because, are, you just want you want some. Yeah, context. yeah. I don't care if they say you go back in time, you change one thing. It's the butterfly effect. I don't care if they say you go back in time, you change one thing, it splits off into an alternate universe. I don't care if they say you go back in time and if you try to change something, you won't do it because time is linear and even though you're going into the past, you can't physically change the things because you already know that that's like how it happens. Like yeah. all of those things are fine. What really grinds my gears is when a show will say some rules like that and then break them. You know, or just like straight up be inconsistent about how it works and have none of the characters question it. Because like, I, you know, I got to think that I'm not smarter than most of the supposed characters in the show. Right. So like 
if there's something that's just like sticks out to me, it's just like, well, why is that that way? Then I would, it, it's, it takes me out of it when a character doesn't have that same sort of skepticism. Yeah. I mean, yeah. or for me, uh, uh, like, uh, keeping a consistent consistency with its rules, it does, doesn't really matter to me too much because time travel is kind of weird and we don't really understand how time works. So, uh, it, yeah. you're almost always going to inevitably come across an inconsistency because we don't know how time works. Uh, well, and, and uh, I, honestly, time travel, I think, is best used when it is a tool, a storytelling tool, rather than something in which you explore the concept of time travel in it of itself. It works better as mm-hmm. metaphor, as power fantasy like in seconds you like in seconds yeah it was it was from what you from what you've explained it kind of sounds like it was her um it's her indecision or regret or something yeah yeah it's it's it's, owning up to her stuff yeah it's sort of a coming of age story in that sense you know yeah um i will agree with you tyler i kind of like it as like a as a as a as a plot element kind of vehicle but i will agree with Jeff that I do kind of need a little bit of consistency because if it doesn't have a consistent because there are a few like time travel tropes that I honestly like really hate one of which being the one that like everything was going to be fine but then some one unbeknownst to us like in Umbrella Academy like Vanya was finding the book and was about to like confront uh you know what's his face um which it w- oh, uh, Jack- Harold Jenkins. Harold Jenkins. Yeah, he was about to like yeah. uh, confront him, and like uh, Luther and Allison were having a good time with each other, and like for the most part, everything was solid. But because Five went back a little bit before that, we then had to continue on with his story. Like that was all that stuff was redone by his presence, and so now like we have to like continue on. So when it's just used to like extend, I should say, like yeah, but at the same time, I, I kind of don't like that. Yeah, at the same time with the Brundle, yeah, at the same time with Umbrella Academy, I think the idea is that the you know these are all imperfect characters who who straight up make bad calls, like when Luther yeah. like puts Vanya in that uh soundproof chamber uh instead of just talking to her, you know, like <laughs> that's just terrible call. Like, um, like, so like they're all emotionally yeah. stunted and, uh, they don't have all the information and thus they make calls that are bad, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you there, but Chowder, my issue with like this particular instance is that it was going to be fine. Like their choices, well, it wasn't like really, yeah, no, we saw, we saw that for the most part, like everything was looking like it was going to be okay. And then it's not like he chose to like actively make that a wrong like uh, do that um he just went back and then like oh whoops there because yeah he didn't he wasn't in the timeline that we saw first he wasn't present so he didn't know all the stuff that happened yeah he went back to the um like he didn't go to the end of that day and was like oh i gotta redo that one over like he was like in yeah, the future it wasn't like a choice for him to to like choose to redo it is my yeah issue. because he didn't choose to redo it it's not like you could say that was a character flaw it was just oh well you know we're gonna redo that and then well, see that scene was know. interesting because usually they just showed us like he has the ability to time travel and he like does it and then we see what happens because of that but that was the one scene where they actually showed us the hypothetical of what would happen if he didn't come back you know like we didn't we never saw the the future where five didn't come back from the past in the first episode and we never saw any of the you know like we only saw him coming back no we We didn't yeah the, the apocalypse well yeah no but i mean we didn't we didn't relive all okay. of the we all didn't right, like right. relive yeah, that was like yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering why they chose to do that because they specifically with this scene or i mean not even scene it was like half an episode right is that they went through all the same yeah. events more or less the same time and they uh they tried to you know like that and i'm not sure i can't remember specifically but i remember very vividly being quite relieved when when five came back so i'm pretty sure something in that timeline 
the original timeline that they showed happened was pretty bad. Um, well, the I, well the idea was like there was, uh, as far as they knew, there was a ticking time, uh, ticking clock on like when the when exactly the apocalypse happened. Nobody knew what exactly was the apocalypse, so everyone's just thinking, well, if uh, the world's gonna end tomorrow, might as well spend it with the spend it doing whatever they opt to do, and uh, and uh. So what was so bad is that we thought the world was just going to immediately blow up and not because Vanya blows it up. No, but I'm pretty sure like one of them died or something in that timeline, didn't they? I feel like looking it up. I mean, I'm um, looking at the Wikipedia yeah. and like I'm just I can't find it for some reason, but that definitely Oh wait, 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 wait I just found it. Uh Lucy feels betrayed. Diego discovers that Grace has been reactivated, dumbfounded. Also, there's a confessor man who finally accepts a man named Harold uh, in order to catch Harold Jenkins. Tell, he tells them both to kill each other. This is after classes jump. Yeah. After he comes back. Yep. Forms the Academy of the Impending Apocalypse, fails to inspire the group to fight. Angry at having been excluded by unknowingly causes a random rainstorm and bends to the lamppost. Klaus asks Diego to help him. Klaus asks Diego to help him sober up. Yeah. Hoping to see Dave's ghost before the world ends. Yeah. Okay. His name was. And, I mean, yeah, I guess Dave. like it brings us like a, another step closer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, like what could have he e- finds out some information about Harold Jenkins, but like we were about to find that out ourselves. Yeah. I, I guess like what, what uh, I was saying. I guess uh. It could just be that, like, when Von in the original timeline we saw, when Vanya found the book that uh, Harold was keeping, uh, instead of like confronting him and leaving, uh, normally she confronts him, has her emotions spike up to ridiculous level, and you know blows up the moon. I guess with her powers by accident. You know, are you, are you? Guessing that's, that's not true. a thing that happened. Are you? Are you is that a hypothetical? Yeah, hypothetical. He, yeah. He thinks that like because uh, he's saying that Five's return did stop the apocalypse this time. It did, you know, not allow us to have a weird cover of Dancing the Moonlight instead of just buying the rights to Dancing the Moonlight. Heard, um, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <clears throat> so like, I I get that, but I think that sometimes. Um, Time travel, like uh, like like Jeff said, you need to give it rules because if you don't give it rules, it can be used as just a cop out. And narratively, yeah. it feels like to me, it feels like a betrayal sometimes when you're watching something or you're reading something, and they're just like, "Oh, well, don't worry because we went back to the past and we changed." It's like, well, I mean, not really, yeah. motherfuckers. You no, no, no. You know what? That. You know what I hate most with time travel is that it's usually used to like retcon things in the past that like they want to change like in superhero comics like they'll constantly use like time travel to retcon deaths and uh uh, story points Uh, captain america didn't die he was shot by a bullet and made him go back in time yeah (laughs) or uh (laughs) that's a thing that happened uh, spider-man made a deal with the devil so that he never married mary jane uh which was but he lived, or she lived, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, and that—that's my issue with it. With it's too with convenient. It in, in heroes too, is that they. It's gonna sound bad starting off, I think, because there are other shows that do this well, but like they just mold it to be whatever convenient plot device they want it to be yeah. at the time. Yeah. Which for a show like Doctor Who, which is literally all about time travel, and they're doing it like a lot, like at least they are doing that but they're doing it knowingly and they're at least they're leveling with the audience and treating us like people who are intelligent by having characters be like wait a minute that's not what you said last time and then the doctor just saying like fuck off you wouldn't understand right whereas in a show like heroes they tell us the rules they change it and expect no one to notice and it, it seems a little bit cheap and and like it 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 feels like you're you're treating the audience like they're like like they either they wouldn't care about the blatant inconsistencies or they're too stupid to notice and that's kind of not fair so it seems like, like 
like the problem is like time travel is often used to restore a status quo like all right yeah, I see. yeah. <laughs> like cold lioko yes exactly <laughs> which cold lioko by the way i think is one of the worst forms of time travel because they just say return to the past and everything convenient to them is fixed and but everything that also is still convenient is back to is back to normal and i'm like no, that's a uh, just... that's a pseudo niche reference that we don't need to to delve too deep. Yeah, no, <laughs> into I know, right but my now, point but... is, it's just um, it's it's like that. And I, although I will say though, real quick, Jeff, that I think Doctor Who you have to give it some uh, slack, just because usually most of the time they use the time travel, quote unquote, to just get us to a location or a time and be like, uh, and then yeah. something happens there, and like yeah. that's most of the episodes. That's. Well, so first like, of all, I I like I I think Doctor Who is a good example of time travel. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is like even then, like time travel no, isn't but like there, the forefront. There are as times to, in the yeah, episodes as, where there are they, times, yeah. but as opposed to heroes, where like it's a very core focus of the whole thing. It's like hit, a future hero comes back yeah. and talks to him and says, "You have to do this, well, this, and this." I would argue it's more of a core focus in Doctor Who, but like. I'm, for example, I'm saying, like, in Doctor Who, sometimes they go back to the past and they're like, oh, we've got to change this. And sometimes the Doctor says, oh, this is not a thing we can change, which is a convenience for the plot, right? Oh, the whole fixed points thing. You're right. Yeah, like, there are fixed points and whatever, right? And they don't go too deep into explaining that because they know that it's an inconsistent explanation. But at least they have some character in there, like one of the <laughs> companions, be like, wait a minute that's not what you said and then he's like well you wouldn't understand and it's like it's too complicated you're right we wouldn't understand the issue i have is when they take the effort to go and make these explanations being like oh but see you don't understand it works this way and then just blatantly contradict themselves like a minute later like like the whole thing with heroes right where they're saying right, what like well well like they they talk about like the butterfly effect right and how you go back in the past and you change okay. one thing and then it ends up affecting the future, right? And so you have to be, like, really careful when you go back into the past, right? But there's this also this whole element with future hero coming back, and he's, like, trying really hard actively to change the future and can't do it. Like, it all still happens the same way. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's I think maybe a bad example. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a of a, right. a better example of how they just like blatantly um, contradict yeah, if themselves you, if you with it. One, uh, give us a shout out. Um, but I think <laughs> um, I think what Chowder said about time travel being so um, I want to say unfathomable uh, to be yeah. so complex. Let's go with complex and so theoretical that it does give like authors and creative types a lot to play with yeah that's but i do i do agree with uh i do agree with both of you in the fact that like um it can be used well but you need mm -hmm. to you know I, I think i agree more with jeff um than you john i think there do need to be rules there either need to be enough rules for me to understand it or not enough or not no rules at all yeah i mean and that's my thing about it too is that like because, you're right, it is such a complicated thing, and you can think of, like, ten different ways that it theoretically could work, right? Yeah. And the the main thing with that is that we don't know. So, to me, that means that it's kind of a blank canvas for authors to make up their own rules to it and stick to them or decide that there aren't any, right? Or, like, be vague yeah. enough about it to not address yeah, it, Yeah, yeah, right? but, like, even if but, you make your own rules, there will be paradoxes that come up no matter what, like... uh I don't think that's true. Yeah, like, like, uh, I don't know. Or um, like, Umbrella Academy, right. where like, okay, uh, you know, five goes back in time to prevent the apocalypse. Let's say he does supposedly prevent the apocalypse. So then, like, we get to the present point, and the five never has a reason to go back in time to prevent the apocalypse because the apocalypse never happens. So no, but see that's a that's a different because they didn't like that is taking into that is positing that time travel works in that sense where like it's a you know cosmic like for all we know about what they explain in the show it could be a multiple universes scenario right where they go back in time and it and it it sparks a 
a different timeline. And we do see that happen in the show. Yeah, Biff runs, you know, the town. You know? Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, like, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a paradox, because, like, he went back and fixed it, and he's still, like, they can say, because we don't understand how it works, that he's now living in the world where it's fixed, and maybe there's a different world in, a different hypothetical world where it wasn't fixed. Yeah, yeah, but that's, it doesn't, that's the thing about writing, like, is it a paradox? Doesn't matter, because but I, I will, the, uh, it, oh, sorry. It, what the writer says goes, like, oh, that contradicts yeah. the rules, but the writer, what exactly. the writer says ultimately goes, so... You're right. It doesn't have to follow That's what its own I'm saying rule. is that oh. it does it's not a paradox if the writer says it isn't one because it's not inherently a paradox. You're will, saying that it is. Yeah. Well, well two things. Uh one, uh I uh, I agree with Chowder uh on one thing, first thing. Um I do agree that there are always paradoxes regardless because like they mm-hmm. tax five with, you know, how to fix how to explode the Hindenburg, but like in his reality, the Hindenburg was already exploded, and we already know the causes, so, like, why is this an issue? Uh, two, um, I will disagree with you, Chowder, and, like, you're right, yes and no, with the author, what he says goes. Yeah, sure, for his, like, world, but doesn't mean, like, it's convincing, or we have to, like, believe it or whatever, you know? Like, if, if if you kill off a character, and then he just shows up, with like you know very little explanations like oh i wasn't shot and it's like well no you were we saw you be shot you can't just you know um do things because uh, as an author you have to there's I'm, i don't think you owe the audience anything i think you're right like it's really it's uh, it's up to the author's story but like you can't just do things and expect us as an audience to, to buy onto it, yeah. To buy, like, to like, oh, oh okay, I guess, because like, I think at a certain point well, you mean, need to like, like keep us, you know. For example, right, like in this the scenario you set up in seconds, right? Like she uses the opportunity to, to just like jump back in time and fix her mistakes, and that that's consistent, right? What where's the paradox in the way that it works in that? Mm. Uh, I mean, I can't think of one, but about it, but if I really decided to like want that i wanted to break the logic i probably could <laughs> but like i yeah i mean but like but it, it's also a matter of like how deep you go into it right yeah. whereas that like sometimes there are just like blatant things that like just don't that just blatantly contradict each other whereas like other things it's like oh you really have to be like studying physics to understand like that that doesn't make sense you know, yeah. but like, I, cause like, I, for example, like in the time travel scenario where you go back in time and you can't change anything because like it, time is linear and you're going back, you were, you were there in the past. So you go back in time and it, like, yeah, you were there when you were there and you can't do anything that wasn't done because you know that already that that didn't happen. Like if there's a story that sticks to that rule, like it doesn't have to break that. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, if you say that they can't change things and that they don't change things, there's not a paradox there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I guess my logic is, like, similar to, like, whenever people have a who would win in a fight, this guy or this guy kind of debate. The real answer is whoever the writer wants, you know? And I guess applying that kind of logic to time travel, you know? Like, well, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, I, I get you. But that, I think that believes that uh, that comes into once again, um, like even like who would win. You, I still need some like um, believability. Yeah, I need. I you need to also like like if Batman over. goes and shoots Superman in the head with a normal bullet and it kills him, and, and like nothing you know, is brought up about that. That's not a believable thing yeah, because we know him to be immune to bullets. You can have yeah, Batman win the fight. And also, why does Batman but... have a gun? Like you can't just <laughs> you can't just tell me Batman decided today was the day, brought a gun, regular bullets now kill Superman. Um, and I think that um, the best way to approach like this, believe it, and you're right because it's hard to do because time travel, like we discussed, is it's so complex and theoretical. It's hard to like. One, give a good enough scientific explanation for to justify it and then also have readers understand. But also it's kind of like because you're already in the inherent um, rewrites that time travel can do. It's hard to keep track of stuff. So I understand. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the best thing to do is make it simple or make it not a major focus. Like I think yeah. like Jeff brought up a Academy 
time travel is a vehicle. It gets yeah. us to there's something happening. There's some characters that like we kind of use that as a oh well this is how they are or this is what they're about. Yeah, um, I mean, I think the main. But thing for the is, most part, like the most part is like about the interfamily relationships. Right. Yeah. Trying to stop this apocalypse, not so much about um, using time travel specifically to stop. Like they're not coming back <laughs> every week, going, "Well, that didn't work. Maybe this time we should move the peanut bowl to the right side of the room." And then you come back, and the whole thing's on fire. Like, nope, that's what happens when you move the peanut bowl. <laughs> well, um, honestly, they should have done that because there were a number of things in that last scene that if they had just done a little bit differently, like maybe rotated Vanya's head like 45 degrees to the right, it would have been fine. Sorry, you right? want to know what would have been fine? If anyone kept to their characters in the fucking, let's let her go. Is everyone chill about this? Literally everyone but Luther? Yes. Luther? No. Oh, well, I guess all of a sudden, I, Klaus, and I, Diego as well, have decided to respect Luther's authority that we've it's never Contrary to literally every other everything. interaction we've seen so, with the characters. Like, like, I don't know, like, my issue is, like, literally, literally everyone said at one point or another, that's our sister, and, like, yeah. it just, it just didn't, <laughs> like, like, I got Luther. Like, Luther, okay, I understand your decision here, I don't agree with it, and you're not my son anymore. But still, yeah. Like, like oh, if you're like, told that someone could lead to the end of the world, it's reasonable to want to panic and go, "Oh, oh, yeah." We it's like stop it's it. reasonable, also, like that she did cut the throat of like the woman you love. So, like, I get it. But the thing is, that very woman, and like, if they did not have Allison as part of it, I would have yeah. been more like, "Well, it's just those two nerds." Right. Like, like if she Allison, died from yeah, that. like if she died, if she was still in a coma or something, I'd be like, "Okay." I could get behind that a little bit more, you know? But then she came out and was like, it's not her fault. I was like, Luther, come on, you can't stand by your guns now. <laughs> like, the person who should who should have the most upset, who should be the most upset about this, yeah, is the one who's being the most forgiving. Let's be honest here, Luther, I mean, like, t- so to, to, to bring it back a little bit, like, I think that the main thing, right, with time travel is not that, like, it, it holds its place and doesn't have, like, slight inconsistencies, but if it has inconsistencies that are, like, essential crutches to the way the plot hinges, then that's a huge problem in my, in my mind. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. Like, you could pick out little inconsistencies with Umbrella Academy, right? But the problem, like, with Heroes, for example, right, is that there were, like, entire arcs of the show that were, like, just surrounded around like oh this is how time travel works and this is another reason another way that time travel works and those things contradict each other and you know like it was used as a lazy plot crutch basically without even acknowledging that it was doing that whereas a show like doctor who uses it as a plot crutch all the time but they at least level with the viewer and be like hey we're doing this and it's like lighthearted enough to begin with that you don't like really take issue with it you know what i mean yeah some just some wacky dot guy and some weird apparel, you know, <laughs> doing do something. Do we um? Do we have any listener questions? I don't know. No one tells me anything. <laughs> I mean, probably not, considering we decided on Umbrella Academy like a couple of days ago. So a That's couple a of point. weeks ago, we were very good. at Then you planning. should probably just give the just give the line about not having. Uh... No, normally here we would uh, answer listener questions, but uh, we don't have any chowder, this time. Chowder, but chowder, uh, chowder, if you chowder, want to, what 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 chatter 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 what 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 Listener questions or comments, we'll read them on the show. Uh, we make posts on Facebook and Twitter, and you can comment and reply, dear listeners. Uh, and we'll be sure to talk about it if we see any. Uh, we don't have any for this week, unfortunately, uh, which I gotta say is a real disappointment in you guys. Uh, <laughs> as your future father, um, I, I do have to say that you guys need to, guys need to step up uh, and make more comments because I need stuff to do. <laughs> Daddy needs monies. Um, but you can see those uh, every other Friday when uh, Common Geeking Program is off the air. Uh, so like, share, some comments. I'll enter you into a raffle as well, giving you a chance to pick your own topic for a future episode. You could pick anything. You could pick, I don't know, uh, Howard the Duck, and I'll talk about the Howard the Duck. You could be you really cruel, and you could We've say, oh, 
yeah, you yeah, uh, you can be really cruel and like pick dead space, and then I will be forced, and then they'll give it to me, and I'll personally talk an entire episode about dead space and how and like if you say it's good, I'll 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 find something Kenan, good. To say. I assure you, nobody yeah. running this podcast wants to hear you talk about. I dead assure space you, anymore. no one wants to talk about dead space. It's a sick <laughs> game. Anyway, um, hashtag keep dead space dead. move on to the ratings thank you both for and oh, now you've got to use a word that starts with a vowel you've locked Shit. yourself in <laughs> an ominous discussion about time travel because it was gonna happen um a very temporal we discussion move... we had here that is a very temporal uh, this is very a uh, very uh 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 descriptive discussion um <laughs> Now we'll move Very on to discussive. the ratings. Uh, we will begin by having each of our representatives rate the topic on a scale of one to five umbrellas. That makes uh, sense. You know, yeah, because I, I actually that was a bit I actually really enjoyed in the Umbrella Academy. They'd, they'd always figure out a way to get like an umbrella. What's that? Hold on. Um, What's that what? noise? There's like a fluttering noise. Not right now. Talk. Say something. Me. Yeah, it happens whenever you speak. What? What? Do you hear that, Chatter? Yeah, I'm hearing that, yeah. There's like a... <laughs> I assume it's an audio thing, not a bug stuck in your throat. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God! Okay, so, good to... Uh, I don't, yeah, do- I don't know. Talk maybe. again, Keenan? Say something? Say it again. Play it again, Sam? Yeah, it happened that time, too. Okay, that's weird. Um... I'll be sure to look into the mysterious fluttering noise. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I will say that I, I enjoyed um, the 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 bit of the. the hold bit on, of the hold gag. on, hold on. I, I can't I can't focus now that I I'm. Are aware we fucking of, serious? I, I, that, that I'm aware of the fluttering. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my fucking computer, I guess. Actually, yeah, it's my computer. It's just it's it's hot. But it was only happening when you were speaking. Well, that's the only thing. Well, it's not happening. It's not now, happening now. So. Okay, go, go. God, <laughs> fucking damn, I hate you. Anyway, I like the bit about umbrellas coming in to announce the Umbrella Academy in every episode of the Umbrella. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. Except yeah. for the one time where literally, like, out of nowhere, an umbrella blew in the face, and I was like, "All right, you weren't really trying there." I mean, but you know I mean, I that mean, was the easy way. Out. I mean, yeah, but like, they started off with the like, what? What are ten different ways that we can have an umbrella enter the scene? Well, there's the really obvious one. We can't use that more than once, so we'll just save that one. <laughs> we'll save that one for an episode we can't think of anything. For. Like save that one um, for like when we get writer's block. Yeah. So on a scale of one to five umbrellas. Uh, okay, so I rate Umbrella Academy, and we're rating the show, right? So, I rate... We ask this every time, and I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I rate, uh, Umbrella Academy 2... Nope, nope, I take that back. I'm going back in time and changing that. Whoop. Damn. It's three umbrellas out of five. Okay. Yep. Uh, All right, you gotta... Yeah, no, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna elaborate. I just had a okay. pause for effect, Okay. <laughs> What umbrella? That is all. The effect was confusion. <laughs> Which time travelly normal time travel normally does, so just time just time travel back and then you know, give it better. Yeah, You're fucking locus again. Alright. Yeah, so what's up? And it, okay, I'll time travel back. So I give Umbrella Academy three umbrellas out of five. Why? Because I think it is a solid show with good characterization. But sometimes I don't think it always lands to mark. Uh, but ultimately, I had a good time. Work. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna swing. I think I'm gonna swing on the the four umbrella train here. I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked a lot of the comedy. I liked all the characterization. Uh, at the the, the last like three episodes, I agree with Keenan. Some of the characterization got really muddy. And that's and like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's a good reason for my star, for the one star being taken away. But ultimately, I was left with pretty positive, uh, you know, 
feelings about the show, and it did end on a pretty big cliffhanger. So if like if they're doing another season, then I've, I've got faith that they'll be able to you know uh, kind of redeem some of that. Yeah, stuff, they but. they are. They've confirmed a second <laughs> season. Although I do want to say though, ballsy fucking move for no fucking confirmed second season. Just gotta say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a pretty piss poor ending. Um, Sorry, I, I actually, I actually really didn't like that cliffhanger just because, like, they they didn't give us anything to jump off from. Yeah. They literally said, "Are you sure this is gonna work?" No, <laughs> and I like, cut to black, and I was like, "Uh, like, I wanna, I, I like, I know how the stories work, and I know it like probably worked, but, but did it?" <laughs> You can't even like show us like somewhere in a field in France. You they pop out of a portal or something like anything for me to be like, oh okay. <clears throat> it was just like, oh, I guess the world did get destroyed by the falling moon. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, <clears throat> but ultimately, yeah. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I like a lot of the character stuff, and I thought it was just a, a pretty good fun time in general. Yeah, but... pretty engaged. So yeah, yeah I, my... I like yeah until like the last few episodes i was really loving it and then i was just like i don't under it's mainly because like for me at least particularly like with luther locking Vanya, <laughs> that was a point where everything could have been fine like yeah. so fine like you can't tell me like you know just like ah just like we could have been so okay and i was super on luther's side for the entire show before oh my that. god the entire like, what show you what do you mean what walk up our sister we should probably kill her what are you talking about like yeah why are you doing this yeah like luther what the fuck you know anyway uh who gets the the golden white violin uh the 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 golden violin uh i'm gonna have uh um go to jeffrey oh Uh, I thought you both did really well. Once again, I think you guys always do well. You know, I thought we had some fun conversation uh-huh. and stuff. Um, Jeff related to a bit more of a different um, uh, thing. What's it? Um, the bugs are back. Yeah, he brought it back a couple times, which I, I always appreciate. I like. Um, also, Chow, your like light is reflecting in such a way that you have like a. <laughs> you, look, uh, you know how like you know how like they censor you know people's eyes sometimes. It's like the reverse of that, where it's like a white light. You know, no, it's great. Oh, uh, like, I, I I see. I, I I'm looking yeah. at my own video and I see what you mean. I've been waiting for that line to line up with your eyes literally this entire. Okay, episode. okay, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Hold on, I'm tilted here. All right. You were fine. You were fine before. This is great there you content go. for the uh Boom. For the There audio you go. Podcast. It's Cyberpunk Chowder. <laughs> He's part robot, part Bengali. <laughs> <laughs> Not human, specifically Bengali. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but let's be honest. In the future, we're definitely gonna like what cyborgs become fucking like people. I guess we're definitely gonna be like, oh well, you know, he's part cyborg, but only on my mother's side. <laughs> Well, my, uh, my motherboard. Anyways, my conversation uh, is gonna come so up. So here's uh, uh, anyway. here's my reaction to uh, losing. If I could turn back time, oh my god! We should have given the golden share award instead. This, <laughs> the golden share award. Sorry, the golden abo. <laughs> Sorry, the golden abo. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Guys, what if we're just in the? T- what if we're? Uh, um, actually we're stuck in the timeline uh, where Cher and Abba are in fact the same. The same, yeah. I was about to say, like, what if we're just? <laughs> what if we just remember a different multiverse? We're like, oh, Cher and Abba, yeah. You mean Cher Abba? <laughs> like, yeah. What do you mean Cher and Abba? Cher is the lead singer of Abba. No, she like isn't. Said, in my universe, she was. <laughs> or Abisher? Abisher or Cher Abba? Abisher or Cher Abba? There we go. We have yeah, the title for this Sherba? episode. <laughs> sure, Abba. Sherba. Sher or Abba. A conversation about time travel. A novel. <laughs> anyway. Like, like that's that's my uh, brief history of the universe right there. Anyway, um, that about wraps it up, everyone. Uh, if you've been listening the whole time, congrats. If you haven't, weird place to start. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Comic Geeky Program. I've been your host, Keenan Kodish. And you can find me once again in your life because, frankly, I'm everywhere. And you know me. I'm in your homes. I'm in your TV sets. I'm on your radios. It's me, Keenan. Household names. You all know me by my cleaning products, I suppose. 
I'm sure I have some somewhere. <laughs> Again, I've been joined by uh, my friend in Suggs. Hi, I'm Timewell or Chatter, whichever you prefer. And uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Timewell Chaudhry. You can see how that's spelled. You can also find me uh, five minutes in the future. Uh, and you can also find me in the uh, Revolutionary War, uh, punching, <laughs> punching uh, a British man. And uh, you can also find me in Russia during the Communist Revolution. <laughs> you know what, Chowder? Now that I think about it, there is that painting of Washington crossing the Delaware. And now that I think about it, you are there. Yeah, you're right yeah. there behind him. You you look really cold, and you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, that's uh, right. I I, I time traveled there. I didn't bring a coat because I thought I was gonna be. It was gonna be summer. It was winter. It, it was, yeah, and there's it, also that photo of Stalin standing next to like you know Fidel Castro, and then oh there's God, a this smaller bit needs to end. uh 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 Bangladesh boy there, yeah. and like we don't know, we never knew who that was. <laughs> we like, but now we know that's you. Yeah, yep, oh that was God. that was me. I love it, and him. I am Jeff Levitt. Just uh, just to cut in and break that bit right open, and 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 put that to bed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> I, sh- I regret not having done it sooner. I should time travel back and and stop you from continuing with that much sooner. <laughs> uh, Jeff could so. turn back time. Oh my god! You could you can find me on Instagram at things I wish existed. There's a dot between each word. Um, I've got a YouTube and a Facebook that are just my name, Jeff Lovett. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. All right. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now, uh, Friday, April 26th, um, for our next episode, which will be hosted by... Who's going to host the next episode, guys? Who do we know? Who, who we got? That's going to be me. That's going to be our friend and my son and also enemy Jeff. In next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the movie Nine. And we're going to be talking about some post-humanity type stories. Should be a fun time. Yeah, anyways, thanks for listening, subscribing, sharing, oh, everything. sharing, Sacrifices oh have not been unheard, <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. This episode of the Common Geeking Program was hosted by Keenan Kodesh, joined by Jeff Levitt and Timel Chowdhury, or Chowder, whichever you prefer. This episode is sponsored by Shabba, the best thing to come out of the 80s since My Little Pony and Mullets. The podcast is created and produced by Colin Ketchen and Jeff Levitt, with this episode edited by me, Matt Canavan, with original music by Colin Ketchen. We'd love for you to stay engaged with us at Geeking Program or at hashtag CGP. Reviews on Apple Podcasts are also a critical help for growing the show, and we'll read new reviews on the air. If you want to know more all about us and all our works, head to commongeekingprogram.com. Stay in touch, stay tuned, and thank you for listening to this. Start our recordings, boyos. Yeah, I've I've started my recording. Oh, yep. oh, aren't you aren't you on top of things? Aren't you a regular fucking Abba go getter? Aren't you a regular Meryl Streep? We're all Abba go getters in this house, my friends. <laughs> I have started my recording, and that sentence is the first thing that's heard out of context, <laughs> but is also one hundred percent accurate. <clears throat> Abcurrent, Abba curret. <laughs>